Welcome to the Birth Warrior Podcast. In each episode, we feature the stories of birth warriors, women who have persevered to find their own truth in pregnancy and birth. As you hear these women share their stories of love, autonomy, connection, and power, it is our deepest wish that you will be inspired, empowered, and supported to find your own truth. We are honored these women have stepped forward to share their personal stories and to help us remember that we all have the power to choose what is right for us. The Birth Warrior Podcast is a presentation of the Indie Birth Association and is not intended to be medical advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Birth Warrior Podcast. I am your host, Jaden Graham, and on today's episode, we have Linnea. Linnea has birthed all six of her children at home, each one being unique, the best days of her life, and her most recent birth being a free birth with just her partner and toddler present. She believes birth is beautifully designed to work, and that a woman just has to trust, surrender, and follow their body's lead. And I hope you all enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, Linnea. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. yeah I'm going to tell the story of my uh, sixth birth. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. No, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I have six children. They were all born at home. Uh, this sixth one was my first free birth. So that was fun. Uh, my other five were born at home and actually my mother was our midwife. She is a CPM here in Ohio. And um, yeah, when I told her we were going to do our sixth, just me and my partner and any children that may happen to be around at the time, she was completely fine with it. She was cool. And then, you know, if I, if something happened or some thought I changed my mind or whatever was to pop up, I'd be able to, you know, call her. Uh, and actually, we were going to do a free birth with my wife, and that didn't end up happening. So it was kind of already in everybody's mind for this sixth one anyway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, let's see. Labor started, I would say, a little after midnight and the day she was born. And the contractions were mild and kind of not exactly consistent, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, all over the place. Unmanageable enough that I could stay in bed, but would just kind of raise my hips up out of bed and sway through them and then be able to fall back asleep for 10 or 20 minutes, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then leading up to the morning, they weren't stopping at all. So, you know, I thought it was the real deal. And my partner, he goes to work at, you know, uh, like five o'clock in the morning, five thirty. So before then I told him, you know, let him know you're not coming in. I want you to stay with me today. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And at this point it was end of May. Our children were still in school. So we sent them to school kind of like, well, we'll see. We'll see if the baby comes before then or after then when they're home. Mm-hmm. We'll see whatever will be. But so he took my children to school and came home and uh, we decided to walk up to our 
coffee shop that's up the block. And as we were walking, my mother was in her yard. She also lives very close to me, so it's convenient. And saw my boyfriend and was like, why are you not at work? Because honestly, I wasn't, I don't even, I don't want to tell anybody I'm in labor. Like, I'll tell you when I need to or when it's closer or when I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I told her, yeah, I was having contractions and uh, just mild for now, but probably today. So she, you know, told me to just let her know what was going on, kind of. Uh, Also, because of my blood type, she would need to do the test the cord blood after the birth. uh, If I needed a Rogam shot. Mm. And so she knew I'd be calling her after I had the baby so she could get there relatively quickly anyway. So just to be aware that I was happening sometime. But she went about her day and we went and got our coffee and walked around and I had contractions, but they really weren't getting any more intense, just kind of staying even where they were. Went home, kind of sat around, watched some TV. Then I was kind of getting bummed out because I was hoping that they would kind of progress like they were still there, but they weren't really getting harder. So I was kind of like, Oh, I shouldn't have told you to stay home. I should have just let you go to work and let me do my thing by myself throughout the day. And of course he didn't care. He's like, no, it's fine. Whatever. We'll just hang out. Uh, we did have our then two year old, he was at home. So, but he was just playing, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went again a little bit, maybe around noon for another walk. There's a, trail near our house and it kind of heads down a hill curvy just like a path and we got to the top and I had a pretty strong contraction while I was standing there with him and our son and at that point I was like okay no we cannot go down this hill I cannot be having these types of contractions at the bottom of the hill and then have to make it back up and back home Mm -hmm. so at that point that's a good sign I was like yes okay so we walked home again just kind of having the contractions, but not as intense as I would like them. You know, like I said, sixth time I can kind of gauge like, all right, this is not where I want to be. I want to be further along, but you know, you get that mindset and you got to remember like, no, just be patient. Just let it play out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, kind of laid around and just hung out in the house. And then in the afternoon, we actually, Ended up having sex, which was fun experience. Uh, that was around 1.30. And then I remember later someone somewhere else I heard in passing somebody say, if you have an orgasm anytime during your labor, it's an orgasmic birth. So I was like, sweet, I'm going to claim that for this one, <laughs> my orgasmic free birth. Uh, yeah, so I was like, yes, two, checking off two boxes. <laughs> but uh, so that was nice. But then I was like, all right, not. Now I'm so tired, <laughs> so I need to take a nap. So like I said, around 1.30, so I laid down, took a nap. My kids were done with school at 3 o'clock or whatever around then, and then so he went and got the kids, came home. So I had like some solid sleep for a couple hours. And then when all the kids came home, of course, they're like running around, you know, where's the baby? It's like no baby. <laughs> but uh, So we decided to get food for dinner. I wasn't really, you know, super hungry or anything, but I was like, no, I should eat. I don't know, you know, 
how long it's going to play out, make myself eat something. So of course all the kids with me not making dinner, they're like, they wanted what they wanted. They got Chinese food, like takeout food. Mm-hmm. So we all had that. And then after that, we were in the living room. And I mean, I was, I was still having contractions throughout. Like I remember being in my nightgown in the kitchen, like having contractions and then like sitting down and eating and like that kind of thing. And my kids, they've been, you know, enough they don't even care (laughs) they're just like mom's having a baby (laughs) but so uh then we were in the living room and we were watching a movie kids were running around i had my you know yoga ball or birth ball or whatever you want to call it and i was bouncing and having contractions and at that point they were getting more intense where i was definitely more vocal like i was making more noises and i was uh just having to move around a lot, switch positions a lot on the ball. And at that point where it was like, you know, when you can't really focus and what's going on around you anymore. So at that point I was like, okay, that's enough. I can't be down here. I have to go upstairs. I have to go to my like, you know, bathroom, bedroom area, my area. And so I went upstairs and my boyfriend was like, okay, well I have, you know, some stuff to do outside. Are you okay up here by yourself for a little bit? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But really, I like to be kind of alone. I like to just, you could go, you know, inside yourself a little more, be a little more internal mm-hmm. and just kind of let go and let things happen. So mm-hmm. I was up there and I mean, they would come and check on me and, you know, with six kids running around, people are around, but I was mostly in my bathroom. I took a bath. I had the window open. It was uh, May. I could hear them. Like I can hear all the kids running around down in the yard and whatever they were playing and all the activity around downstairs. But it was nice to just be up there by myself. And like I said, I was in my bathroom. It's not huge by any means, but just in that labor zone of like walking back and forth in like my small space and stopping and sitting on the toilet and having contractions that or at least I always get to a point where I'm like crawling on the ground, like laying my head on the ground. That's when it really gets intense and it, you get to those like, Oh, save me moments, you know? And uh, it was interesting being by yourself because uh, like when a contraction was coming on and it was very intense, like you can feel it coming, you know, you get your little breaks in between And then I could feel it starting and I immediately tense up in that sense that when you're in pain or uncomfortable or whatever it is, and you all, you like want to stop it, your body will like tense and like, Oh my God, here it comes again. You know? And I like notice that happening. I'm like, no, okay. I can't do this. I can't, you know, tense everything up. I have to let go and just let it wash over me and do the work that it needs to do to, you know, bring this baby down. And after I like switched to that mentality, it was just like washing over you, just let it go and you untense all your body. And it just completely, it's just like full body sensation where it just like rolls through you and you just kind of breathe and ride it out. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting um, with being by myself because I mean, in all my other births, you hear your midwife or your support or your doula or whoever it is that you've surrounded yourself with 
say those things like let go you know your body's doing what it needs to do everything's flowing as it should when you're like what do i do what do i do and it's like you don't do anything you're doing it you're just you're doing it already so it was interesting to be by yourself and have you know me have to like remind myself of those things uh while going through it so that's kind of fun because it's like all right i really just have to let go and this is all gonna just keep coming and i have to let it keep coming and getting more intense. Mm -hmm. Now I would say I was probably up there for a couple hours, maybe six to eight or nine. In this hours that I was up there, mm -hmm. uh, I did call my mother, or I guess I should say my midwife. I called her and I was like, okay, it's getting a little more intense now. And she was like, okay, well, she was out, you know, to dinner or something like that. She said, let me listen to you. Let me, you know, talk to me through a contraction. And again, I'm when you're in labor, there's like such a warp sense of time and what's going on mm -hmm. that when she's asking me, like, how close are the contractions? I'm like, I don't know, seven minutes, eight minutes. You know, I don't know, because I'm not I'm not a tracker. I don't look I don't have any happening that. So I'm talking to her and as I'm talking to her, like multiple contractions are coming. She's like, hey, it's been like two minutes. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know, you know, and she's like, let me hear it. And I was at the this point like no I can't talk to you like I can't I have to go <laughs> I can't be bothered so <laughs> I have to go yeah, I think totally. you just talking to her in that way and like my perception of what was going on and her hearing like the reality from you know that state of mind she knew like oh okay this is this is happening over there mm -hmm. and at that point uh my boyfriend came up and my two-year-old came up and the rest of the kids stayed downstairs they put on a movie whatever they were doing down there and I think it was probably nine o'clock or so by this time because it was dark at this point and we had a crock pot just with the warm rags and you know essential oils or that kind of stuff and I remember like when I was having contractions I was um at this point on the toilet a lot I like to be on the toilet because it is very intense but I feel like that's doing it you know your body is doing it you're open it like intensity that you should try to ride through at least in my opinion because it's like it's gonna make it happen faster and it, when you're like all right let's do this then that's gonna get you there so i was on the toilet a lot and my toddler was so helpful like in when looking back he was definitely my like little doula like a perfect little doula quiet the whole time <laughs> like not just just observing and doing what needed to be done and just just being there i mean that's what a doula is supposed to do just be with you and mm -hmm. he did and my partner as well but you know he uh was our kid where my little baby was just there <laughs> yeah. but he would bring me washcloths between contractions and he'd bring them in from the hot uh crack pot and lay it over my belly and it was like so soothing i have not had another labor where i thought like that was such pain relief like i don't know how in this one it was just like fixed it like i would be having a contraction i'd lay it over my belly and you just kind of like melt into it or my low back you know probably going between the two and I mean, him and my partner were great at that point. They'd just given me sips of water between uh, contractions and yeah, just kind of being there and not necessarily asking me things or like interrupting anything. But if I needed something and like barked 
you know, an order, get me this, give me that, give me a pillow, you know, whatever it may be in that state of labor. They just like did it. And, um, it was good. And looking back, I think I've, well, at some point during this bathroom time, I started throwing up and looking back at it, I probably was transitioning, but when you're in it, you're just like, I'm just throwing up. I don't know. But, uh, so at that point, after I was throwing up and having in more intense contractions, it was like, when I look back at it, I, when I was happening, I wasn't thinking I was that close, but now that I'm thinking of it, I can see it as like, yes, this was when it was like getting time to do it. So I would like get up. Our bathroom is connected to our bedroom pace, kind of walk to one end of the bed, have a contraction, walk to the bathroom, have a contraction, walk somewhere else. Cause at uh, that point in labor, I kind of get to that. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what to do here mentality even though i do but at the same time when you're in it it's like so intense mm -hmm. and you don't think to yourself oh this is so intense i must be having the baby very soon it's just like oh my god i'm gonna spiral out or something i don't know what's going on mm -hmm. but uh i do like before the birth and leading up to uh the birth my boyfriend I definitely prepped him on like what I wanted, how I wanted things to play out, what his role would be type thing. And I know I said, like, I wanted him to take some pictures. And at this point, like I said, it was probably very close. And he decided, okay, I need, I should take a couple of pictures. So we have like three or four <laughs> that he probably <laughs> took. And then I was like, okay, stop. I need you to hold me right now. <laughs> like, and I remember at one point he turned the light on because he said it was too dark. And I must have been in total like mammal private room thing. I was like, turn off the light. And he's like, oh my God. So like, he turned the light back off and we had our candles. And he was supporting me from behind, like in a squat while I was having contractions, with really is like my go to position when I'm uh, having my babies. That's like just what I prefer. You know, that's where I go to. That's comfortable for me. So he was behind me and he was, um, holding me up while I would squat down uh, during contractions. And uh, my toddler was there too, but he just sat on the bed, like wide awake. Like if I think back on it, like I didn't even know he was there. I felt like it was just me and, you know, my boyfriend. And then during one intense contraction, I was squatting down while he was supporting me from behind and my water broke. It just like popped. And I was like, okay, my water just broke. And he's like, what does that mean? I mean, you would think by six baby, you would have an idea, which it <laughs> could always mean different things. It can always mean something yeah, different. But course. my history is once the water breaks, the baby's like going to be there very soon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 20 minutes top. Uh, I had not been actively pushing. Now looking back on it, my body was probably bringing that baby down and involuntarily maybe doing some pushing without, you know, my assistance. But when the water broke, I took that as like, okay, I'm going to really, it's, you know, I know, I'm pretty sure I think it's pushing time, you know, <laughs> and that water bags out of the way, it's time to do it. So in the next like contraction, I told him, okay, I'm going to actively try to push on this one. And I did. And while I was pushing, like I reached down and I was like, oh my God, her head is here. Like feel the head in my hand, like still inside me, but like bulging, you know, like the head was there. And, um, I was just really surprised. It was like, Oh my God, like this baby's here. Uh, 
what's he gonna say about it? I don't know. But anyway, so I was like, okay, you know, and so with the next contraction, I pushed again and her head was delivered. She, I had my hand there, like just holding it and kind of like not guiding it out. I mean, it didn't need to be guided, but it's just she, her head was born into my hands. And I was like, oh my God, you know, the head is out. Like, like I said, I don't know. I didn't think I was so far along. And I told my partner, okay, the baby's head is out. Like, obviously I'm saying everything out loud. He can hear me. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Cause at this point he's still holding me up from behind. And I'm thinking this baby's like going to come out. So I'm like, okay, she, I'm say she, when I'm telling the story, we didn't know the sex, but she's going to come out and we're just going to have, we had our, you know, our chucks pad down and stuff. She can gently just come out onto the floor. It's okay. And he's like, okay, whatever day. And I wasn't in contraction. I mean, again, in looking back, it feel when I was in it, it felt like a longer period of time. It was probably no more than three or four minutes, but I was like, no, I changed my mind. I'm like, I want to get on my hands and knees and I want you to catch. And he's like, okay. So he helped me lean forward. Just, you know, I had like a stack of pillows there that I was having contractions on earlier in the labor and stuff like that. So it was all set up for me. So I just leaned over my pillows and like her head was out and leaning on my forearms. And at that point she was like talking. It was so adorable. <laughs> She was just making little baby noises, like not crying, but just like little sounds and little, uh, you know, baby noises. And I was like, oh, my God, she's OK. She's telling us she's here, you know. And uh, he told me her eyes were open. Like he didn't say what was happening. But afterward, he told me her eyes were open. She was like looking at me, you know. And for him, I think that was like really wild. Like that this baby just head out was mm -hmm. looking at him. I mean, like I said, he's been at all, obviously, the births and been there and seen the process. But I think you don't see it the same, obviously, from behind, like when he's holding me up and just being there yeah. for me. So in the next uh, contraction, when I was on my hands and knees, I pushed and she just slid out into his hands. And he was just holding our baby and our toddler was just watching on the bed. And like I said, she was, wasn't crying but you know making little like noises and he was kind of like what do we do now and i said help me kind of just flip over the cord help me get from my hands and knees to my bottom just to like lift my leg over the cord and the baby so i sat down on the floor and he handed me to her and it's funny because what stands out is in my memory is when he handed her to me he took his two hands and like wiped them on the chucks pads. I think he was kind of like surprised at how wet and slimy, you know, <laughs> is on her. And we had a blanket over her right away. And my two-year-old jumped off the bed and he was looking over my shoulder. And uh, of our order, we have a boy and then a girl and then uh, three more boys. So we had our little blanket on and, I lifted up. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a girl. I was so excited. I was so excited to have another girl for our family. And, yeah, uh, yeah my my partner told me. I saw I saw as soon as she was born. Obviously, it was a girl. I'm like, oh, my God, were you so surprised? Are you so excited? He, 
you could care less about the sex. I think it's just like <laughs> the baby's here and everybody's good. So, but I was so excited and I knew he knew that I would be so excited. So yeah. it was so sweet. And then we just sat there and he went downstairs. This was 1130 something, 1130 something. So she was born right before it became like a new day. And uh, he went downstairs and woke up all of our kids and said, you know, come upstairs and see the baby. And everybody ran up and everybody stayed away except for my one son. He came in for like one minute. He was probably like six and was like, okay. And he went back to sleep, but everybody else uh, stayed pretty much till we all got tucked in and stuff. I called my mother. Uh, she came over and, you know, did the blood test and whatnot. And we weighed the baby and, you know, got all of that weighed and measured and everybody tucked back into bed and just all the fun stuff that you do after the baby's born and yeah. everybody's excited. And so was your, was your it was mom, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is your mom a midwife? No, no. Was she a midwife? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she yes. Is. She, she is. is. Okay. She is a midwife. She's a, cool. she's a, um, she's a uh, CPM, a professional midwife. Yeah. And so yeah, she is. <laughs> Okay. So I was raised, cool. raised uh, around home birth and uh, oh, nice. all that all my life. So it's, uh, yeah. So, uh, and it was for in also in like, I don't know why that I'm always like paranoid to tear. Like that's like a fear of mine. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to tear. Like, even though I know like, what would it matter? You know, really it would be fine if I did, but uh, so I did make her check me right away. She's like, we can do it tomorrow. You know, in the morning, I'm like, no, I want to know. Like, I can see if I teared and, uh, she's like, no, you know, it's no tear. And it was interesting. And I told her how I just kind of put my hand down there and, you know, let her head be born into my hand. And she's like, she said, she sees that a lot. Like with women just instinctively birthing that I don't know why they just tend to put their hand out there and, yeah see yeah I guess okay. help it out mm -hmm. but yeah so it was wonderful I mean really it was just it was just so wonderful I love I mean I loved all my births but it was just really something to just have it so intimate with me and my partner and just have this you know shared experience and it was beautiful it was really mm -hmm. wonderful and one of my wild days, now she's two, my daughter, where she's a toddler, and oh my God, I don't know, and a Gemini, and just a wild girl. It's like, try to just look back to my beautiful birth experience and be like, well, this is, this is her now. <laughs> so, Aww, yeah, it was wonderful. Yay. Oh, Linnea, mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing your story. I loved, I, oh, my I, lo I loved pleasure. Yeah, I love the little image in my mind of your of your toddler being your little doula and like the the towels over the belly. That was just so absolutely sweet and just yeah, so beautiful. And giving me sips of water. I mean, it really was like this is what your doula is supposed to do: just stand next to you and support you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and so it was just, he was wonderful. It's really and cool. how. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and how uh, 
they're not, I mean, I can't speak for everybody's babies or children, but like how not scary it is for them and how they're just kind of there and they're witnessing it. And it's just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm just. No, it's a, it's a really special thing. I, I love hearing these stories of, um, of the children at the birth too. And just their, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, their ex experiences of it. Now, since your mom was a midwife, were you ever at any, uh, do you have any brothers and sisters? And if so, were you at their births as well? Or I do. I'm the oldest. I have nine actually. So, uh, wow. it's amazing. I, I was at, I was at all the births. Now I was, I don't think I was like in the room to see each delivery, some I was, some I wasn't, but I was always in the house, you know? So just like my kids with this last birth, it was kind of like, if you want to come upstairs and they knew I was having the baby, you know, they're more than welcome to, but I just, you know, for some reason they we were watching a movie, whatever they were not interested. And like I said, they'd come up and lay while during labor and check on me, how you doing, you know, are you okay? Or just come into the room look at me and leave, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so it's interesting to see if they want to be, but yes, I was in the room a lot with my, um, mother. And actually when my mother had my, her ninth, my youngest, uh, sister I actually got to catch the baby. So that was really awesome oh, too. I always so cool. forget about that. That's, um, yeah, she was actually, you know, having a free birth also. And at that point, my mother's a much louder laborer than I am, a, like a yeller, you know, like I'm a moaner. She's like making a lot of, you know, <laughs> intense noises, just fine. Everybody does it differently. But so my dad, I think at that point was really freaking out. And he did call one of her uh, friends, you know, that's a birth worker and she was on her way. But by that point it was like, no, this is going to come before then. So I remember sitting on my mother's porch, just like hanging out and my, somebody coming like, you got to come upstairs. Like not me, but everybody like this baby. So I went upstairs and I got to catch the baby and it was awesome. I mean, yeah, it's just like a wave of emotions, you know, come over you when you're in that experience. And also uh, interesting her, my sister her, had a her cord wrapped around her neck just once, but when I, she came out, and I caught the baby and then immediately handed it to my mom. My mom just like nothing, took that cord off of her neck and was just like, you know, like it was nothing. But to watch her do it, I was like, wow. Wow. That's, she yeah. just, yeah. How, so, how yes, I have a, a lot of, uh, I was 22 okay. when that baby was, when my youngest sister was born. So I was, you know, a young lady, cool. <laughs> but a grown up very very cool. mm -hmm. well that's yeah yeah that's amazing and thank you so much again for sharing your story and um is there oh no problem i love to you know it's nice to relive the memories <laughs> absolutely absolutely um and is there any last little bits of wisdom that you would like to leave our listeners with today You know, I don't know. I have, I don't have anything too insightful to say, but just like I was saying earlier, when you just kind of remember or remind yourself that all you really have to do is like surrender and 
your baby's going to be born. I mean, your body does it, your body and your baby work together and they know how to do it. So mm -hmm. I know it's easier said than done to just kind of let your mind go and um, let your instincts and all of that take over. But that's just really what you got to do, I think. Yeah. So that's totally. it. <laughs> completely agree with that. Oh, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Storytelling is a profound agent of change. One that has the ability to plant seeds of inspiration, introspection, and beyond. If you have an empowering birth story that you would like to share on our podcast, please head over to IndieBirth.org forward slash birth warrior to send your submissions. That's IndieBirth.org forward slash birth warrior. Hope you have a beautiful week wherever you are in the world. Until next time, friends.